Hello, and thanks for joining me for another edition of Face the Facts. I'm your host, April Moss. We have a very special episode today to bring to you with our special guest, Katherine Engelbrit of True the Vote. Many of you heard of her for the very first time when Dinesh D'Souza released his documentary called 2000 Mules about a month ago. So much has happened since then, and Catherine is now on a new mission. We're going to talk all about it and how she's partnering with constitutional sheriffs across the country to continue the fight for election integrity. You won't want to miss this episode. But before we begin, a word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Face the Facts is brought to you by Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack Protocol. When you head over to aprilmosstv.com forward slash Z-Stack, you'll be able to order your monthly supply of all natural supplements that will keep you and your immune system, your entire family healthy and supported against whatever virus comes your way. Face the Facts is brought to you today by Patriot Switch. Ditch the big box stores and keep your money right here in America. Head over to patriotswitch.com forward slash April today and get signed up so that you can receive great products shipped right to your front door where you normally would shop at any other store. You can get them delivered right to your home and keep your money here in America. That's patriotswitch.com forward slash April. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong and they have little pieces and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question and I, I am awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold accusations require bold evidence and they haven't seen it. We have been working on something big. Show me the money. Can we meet? I've been working with Greg Phillips. He has a deep background in election intelligence. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule? Person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes. This is not grandma out walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money. And in no shape, in no way, in no time is that legal. This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. What you're about to see is disturbing. So this is uh, one o'clock in the morning. Don't we all vote at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> On one night, this person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. I call it the Mexican mafia, seriously, because uh, they, they work like that. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. It's just sickening to me. 
Now we come to the most important question of all. Was the magnitude of vote trafficking enough to tip the balance in the 2020 presidential election? It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined election day in the United States of America. That's provable. And that's enough for me to fight the left with every fiber in my body. Without free and fair elections, we are not a democracy. We are a criminal cartel masquerading as a democracy. 2,000 Mules. In select theaters, May 2nd and 4th. Virtual premiere, May 7th. Stream, May 8th at Salem Now or Locals. Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today on Face the Facts. Uh, you know, most people know you as the voice of True the Vote, and certainly uh, one of the main reasons why we have 2,000 Mules today. Um, so thank you for joining the show. Oh, thanks for having me, April. Appreciate it. So let's talk about your new endeavor that you've partnered up with Sheriff Mark Lamb out of Pima County in Arizona, one of my dear friends and uh, such a patriot. And mm -hmm. you two are like a powerhouse. I was very excited to see that you were partnering together. Tell everybody about this new program uh, to protect America, where you're partnering with constitutional sheriffs. So excited about this. And thank you. So it's called protectamerica.vote. And that's literally like the URL, protectamerica.vote. And it's a, it's a hybrid between uh, Sheriff Lamb's organization, Protect America Now, and our organization, True the Vote. And we came together really born from uh, frustration, our frustration, that we had, for the better part of a year and a half, gone through the pecking order of law enforcement, starting at the federal level and going to the state, and, and seeing the politicization and, and weaponization of law enforcement, where we were being the, made the target, our informants were being made the targets, rather than trying to get to the bottom of what really happened in 2020. And we wasted a lot of time uh, playing that game. Over the course of that, we became more aware, and I frankly, I didn't know, uh, had I known now what I, or had I known then what I know now, uh, I would have, we would have approached the entire process much differently. But sheriffs have a tremendous amount of power. The constitution really makes sheriffs essentially the president of their jurisdiction. They can do all manner of things. They can call grand juries. They can deputize citizens. They, they can, they are the, the, the real firewall between the people of a community and the rest of it. And so that's been lost along the way. And, and, and you, you talk to people about what do you think the sheriff in your community does? And it's just like, well, I, I don't know. We, we vote for him, but I'm not really sure how he or they relate to the police or the you know, state law. I mean, there's, there's a lot of confusion. All this to, sure. say, all this to say that we reached out uh, and, and, and Mark and I connected and said, you know, we want to equip sheriffs with everything we can to help defend election integrity. And of course, as you would expect, Sheriff's Lamb, Sheriff Lamb's response was, you know, absolutely. What can we do? How can we do this? Let's, let's stand in this gap together. And so we are. And sheriffs from around the country are coming together. We're having people nominate their sheriffs. And, and the goal is to sort of be, you know, what CTCL was in 2020 when they were the funnel for Zuckerberg money to undermine elections. Yes. Well, our hope is that True the Vote 
will be in a, in a position to grant money to local law enforcement to uphold the law to be the counterweight to, 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 to in efforts to destabilize the process. We want to stabilize it in a lawful way and encourage citizens to get involved. So that's where we're headed. Super, super excited about what this means for 2022 and beyond. It gives me so much hope, Catherine, because I feel like through every time that we try to release more information with real truth, hard facts about how the 100 different ways the election was stolen in 2020, um, you still were still up against a, a good portion of America who has been brainwashed by mainstream media to believe that this was the most secure election we've ever yeah. had. And even though we can give so much evidence of proof, right, it's hard to, um, as we said earlier, move that needle to to getting an understanding. But if we can get constitutional sheriffs on board to defending election integrity, and I know that so many of the conservatives who are concerned about all of the mail-in ballots and everything else, uh, it seems like this is this is actually the first step to really okay, we can ensure that in through as many states as we can uh, have some good integrity at the uh, on on voting day. And speaking of that, I wanted to ask you about some news that just came out today out of Wisconsin. They finally banned uh, drop boxes. So that's interesting yeah. because drop boxes, to my understanding, were never allowed in the first place. That's exactly right. There's and and that's the... Yeah, I mean, well, it's 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 outrageous, and it's really sort of um, uh, one of the uh, one of the what am I trying to say? One of the hallmarks of what happened in 2020. What happened in Wisconsin, where lawlessness just ruled the the state um, with those drop boxes, that was true all over the country. But now, what we're seeing in Wisconsin, and it's great, is that that the drop boxes, uh, the Supreme Court came out and said they are illegal definitively they are illegal what happened though in 2020 and it's very important to recognize they were never legal to begin with but but because it was done in such a way that it it introduced a little kernel of uncertainty nobody dared to stand in that in that space and say look the law does not say that we can use drop boxes the reason that that i'm particularly um aware of the possibilities with protectamerica.vote is you flash back to what was happening in Wisconsin. Had protectamerica.vote been in place, those local law enforcement officer sheriffs could have said, wait a second, not in my jurisdiction, it's not legal. And that would have stopped it in its tracks. So when we look forward to the midterms and what's going to be fundamentally different, if sheriffs are in a position to say, this is not legal in my jurisdiction, period, the end, that's a game changer. So thrilled about the news coming out of Wisconsin, but I mean, it. we More shouldn't needs lose to be sight done. of it. More needs to be done, and we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that it's not just that the Supreme Court said they're not legal. The Supreme Court really just clarified they were never legal to begin with, and we all just stood around and watched it. We have to stop standing on the sidelines and watching as our rights get washed away. It is time to retake the field and hold the ground. When things aren't legal, they're not legal. And so the the connection between your your citizenry and your sheriff, that's where we're going to hold this line. And it needs to happen locally, but it is a game changer. And so we're we're excited about the news today. 
but we are even more excited about the, the precedents that are continuing to be set for us reclaiming, you know, reclaiming our time, <laughs> reclaiming our rights. It, it's true. And I think that 2000 Mules really was the uh, the tip of the spear in being able to affect yeah. some real concrete change. It certainly has opened the eyes of so many people. We're hearing almost every day about a different state saying, you know what, we're going to decertify this. We want to vote the GOP voting to decertify uh, the election. I mean, that's traction like we haven't seen before. And maybe it's that we just need it, uh, you know, a year, two years of really watching how the Biden administration has deteriorated our country for some of these politicians to kind of get that backbone to say, okay, yeah, now I can stand up and say, you know, I'll stand up for election integrity. I, I think a lot of people were scared in the very beginning to kind of claim it. Um, but thanks to wonderful documentaries like 2000 Mules and uh, so many other efforts from great, brave Americans, Tina Peters being one of them, mm -hmm. standing up and saying like, what's going on is wrong, um, has really helped to shift that. And we touched about it just briefly, but I want to go back to the point about even though uh, these different states sometimes do things, uh, they do things against the law, but they just go ahead and do them. Just most recently, we heard about how in New York, the New York Supreme Court started to make it easier for residents to be able to obtain a gun for self-defense. And then you have just a few days later, the attorney general and uh, the governor announcing, you know what, we're going to require three years of social media you know, records before anybody can obtain yeah. this. We know it's illegal, but they're doing it anyway. And that's what I think people have to be very aware of and really pushing back. It's going to take a lot of legislation to, you know, and and I think a battle in the court system to be able to constantly fight back about, you know, against these uh, grievances that they're continually putting on the American people. I, I totally agree. And in fact, a couple of weeks ago, um, maybe the most historic uh, SCOTUS decision of our generation came down. And I'm not talking about Roe v. Wade. I'm talking about West Virginia v. EPA. West Virginia v. EPA was a, was a case that involved the EPA's overreach and the state of West Virginia pushing back and saying, you don't have the authority to do this. Well, when the Supreme Court ruled in the favor of West Virginia, what the, what the decision tells us is that agencies created under the artificial um, authority of an executive branch are not allowable. If, mm -hmm. if, if, the, if Congress is to make decisions, they cannot pass that off to the executive branch. And, and those, those, those agencies that have been created under the executive branch have no real authority in fact. So you take this all the way back to what agencies have been created by the executive branch. I mean, I think we're going to see uh, I hope we're going to see pro-liberty attorneys pushing to test the boundaries of all of these things. I mean, look at what we went through with the CDC, making rules that were coming out of nowhere based on nothing. Yeah, recommendations, which That's ended exactly up right. mandates, right? That's exactly right. And rule and, and, and under the, under the uh, new law, as a result of this ruling of West Virginia v. EPA, there's now grounds to stand on and say, you can't do that, CDC. Mm -hmm. That's, you can't do it. Same thing in New York. You can't do it. 
and 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 the the next step that has to be taken beyond just fighting for this in the legislature and in the courts is that um, that Americans need to reclaim what is lawful and be ready to stand together and say just because you are making this up does not scare me we are going to stand together and say no you can't do this and if we don't do that the slide's going to just continue forward right we've got to stand up and know why we believe what we believe what we can and cannot do and stick together uh doesn't mean we're always going to agree on everything but it does mean that we we as america i mean what made our country great was freedom right and and we're just seeding that uh because we are so comfortable in our existence and that's becoming less so as the the hours pass it's time to re-engage so it's this is we're living in historic times it's really really exciting to see everything that's coming together it is and Catherine, you're just such a fighter i know that you're going to continue to do amazing things through true the vote and through your new protect america project um thank you so much by the way for just doing what you're doing you know you're you're somebody who just said i want to get involved and if, if there's any call we can make to somebody listening is that everybody listening can get involved on a local level in your local community and do something. Don't just be somebody who listens and consumes the information, but be somebody who goes out and does something as well. So you're hundred percent. It's the, I, I call it, I mean, you know, it's the butterfly effect, right? I mean, a butterfly lands on one side of the world and there's a tsunami on the other. Every step we take in the right direction matters everything we do you don't have to start an organization you don't have to be engaged in election integrity but there's something there's something that you can do uh it, that that emboldens your 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 civic presence and every little set every little inch forward makes an, an enormous difference and it's time it's time that we stand up Thank you so much, Catherine, for joining the show today. Can't wait to have you back on in a few weeks and give us an update about what's going on. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Face the Facts. Make sure you share this with several friends and family members and keep the word spreading about Face the Facts right here on Real America's Voice and on all podcast platforms. We're glad you were joined us today. Have a blessed day. We'll see you soon. 